you're listening to the Visionary Life Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Rydell. Each week, I'll bring you conversations with some of the most passionate, hardworking, and limitless thinkers on this earth who have a story to share, a brand that inspires, or a fire inside of them to live life on their own terms. The intention behind each episode is simple. And that's to include you in these conversations so that you can learn, apply, and grow in your own life and in your business. If I can share one quick secret with you before we begin, it's that we all have a little bit of visionary inside of us. But perhaps somewhere along the line, someone told you to play small, to play safe, and that led you to live an ordinary life. Tuning into Visionary Life will help you dust off the limiting beliefs you carry around so that you can begin to create your own most visionary life. It's in you. It's in all of us. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Visionary Life Podcast. We are into another episode of our Spotlight on Bracebridge series. And if you haven't heard of Bracebridge, it's a very charming small town, two hours north of Toronto, filled with passionate, hardworking, and creative entrepreneurs who I want to introduce to you. So today I'm sitting down with Morgan Ramo, who is the founder, owner, and resident DJ of Vita Fitness, which is Muskoka's premier fitness studio. located in downtown Bracebridge on the main drag. At Vita Fitness, you can find fitness classes, personal training, supplements, and all around good vibes. Morgan is a young, vibrant, and motivated entrepreneur, and I really think you're going to love hearing from her. So in this episode, we chat about how she ended up moving to Bracebridge, the decision to open a fitness studio, and how she did it with minimal risk, how she found her first few clients, and what's working now to continue marketing and promoting the studio. She shares what a typical work week looks like for her and so much more. So if you kind of want to get a behind the scenes look on what it's like to run a business, especially a fitness based business, then you're going to enjoy this episode. So if you want to connect with Morgan, you can find her at Vita Fitness Muskoka, V-I-T-A is how you spell Vita, or you can connect with her on Instagram at Morgan Ramo, or you can find the Vita Fitness Muskoka website just by typing that into Google. And to plan your next trip to Bracebridge, just head to www.visitthebridge.ca where you can find all of the cool stuff that you can do in the town of Bracebridge. And it truly will be a getaway you won't forget. And one last thing before we get into the episode, if you also want to start a business like Morgan did, then head over to KelseyRidal.com to learn all about our zero to 50K blueprint. This is going to be your complete solution towards launching an online business, and I want to share it with you. And you can access that at KelseyRidal.com, and you'll see it on the homepage there. So let's dive into today's episode, and I will catch you on the other side. Coming up, I continue my conversation. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Have you been feeling a bit lost? Confused on your next steps? Curious about what it would be like to start an online business and work for yourself? 
Well, the Visionary Method is a seven-step framework and accountability system that will help you to start making money and stop procrastinating the life you're here to live. We've helped hundreds of people just like you to make their first 50000 in their online business by packaging up the skill sets that they already have inside of them. So visit KelseyRidal.com and click on the work with me tab. If you want to learn more, we would love to get on a call with you and see if the visionary method is the right fit for you. Again, KelseyRidal.com. Just click the work with me tab and learn more about the visionary method. Quick pause to thank this week's sponsor, BetterHelp. As many of you might know, my mom passed away unexpectedly a couple of weeks ago, and this has sent me down the path of navigating change, grief, and an emptiness that I've never quite felt before. That's why I'm so grateful to have a partner like BetterHelp, as they offer professional counseling done securely online. You can send a message to your counselor anytime, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. The booking system is remarkable easy and convenient. BetterHelp has counselors who specialize in stress, grief, anxiety, relationships, self-esteem, and so many more areas of expertise. If you've been thinking about finding help for some of your unique challenges, then I'm happy to share that as a listener of Visionary Life, you'll get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp by heading to betterhelp.com visionary. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com slash visionary. And you're going to get your first month of BetterHelp at 10% off. Visionary, I know you. You're a health nut and you want to save money on the brands you already love. Well, Healthy Planet is your one-stop shop for all things healthy. They have everything from gluten-free snacks to non-toxic beauty products, and they deliver right to your doorstep. Being healthy has never been easier or more affordable or more convenient than this. Shop with Healthy Planet today and get 10% off your first order of $50 or more by using the code VISIONARY10 at checkout. So what are you waiting for? Go use that code before it's too late and you can start saving today by heading to www.healthyplanetcanada.com and use the code VISIONARY10, that's VISIONARY10 at checkout. Happy shopping. Morgan, welcome to the Visionary Life Podcast. You are our final interview of the Bracebridge Spotlight, and I cannot wait to sit down with you today and hear all about how you started Vita Fitness. So thank you for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me so much. Let me ask you a quick question first. Mm -hmm. Where did you grow up and where do you live now? Are you from Bracebridge or did you transplant there at some point in your life? (laughs) So I did transplant here. I'm from Toronto, right in the heart of Toronto, actually, um, in East York. So I met my now husband. We got married this year. Um, He's from Bracebridge. I met him when I was in school and uh, we were long distance for about five years and then uh, made the move to move to Bracebridge. And I absolutely love it. 
Were you feeling comfortable and confident with that move from a big city to a smaller (laughs) town? Or did it make you nervous? Like, what am I going to do up there? Or will I find my community and my people? Yeah, absolutely. So the beginning, the first year of visiting him, I was a little bit like, oh my gosh, small town. This is, uh, you know, quite different. But every year um, I would see him more and more. And I just got a good feel for Bracebridge. And I started to know more people in the area. And uh, then, you know, after the five years, I said, yeah, I think I really like this. So I made the move and I'm so happy I did. I love Mm -hmm. it here. Yeah. Yeah, That small town charm really grows on you, right? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) it does. Yeah. So you mentioned you met each other in school. So I'm curious, did you go to school for fitness and health or were you in a totally different line of work? Take us back to that chapter and what you were studying. Yeah, for sure. So I actually started at Laurentian uh, University. So I wanted to go into more of the medical field. So I was thinking more of um, medicine or something in the fitness field. So maybe physiotherapy, sport therapy, Um, But I wasn't really sure. So I started doing biomedical sciences and I did two years of that Laurentian. That's where I met my husband uh, through a friend. Actually, he didn't attend. So he was visiting. And uh, after the two years, I decided uh, maybe it wasn't for me. Um, So I actually moved to back to Toronto and uh, I studied two years of fitness and health promotion. Okay. Yeah. So then I got my certification in personal training that way. And I still had the two years of science. So I got a lot of experience from that. And then uh, after the two years at Humber, I then graduated and then yeah, the rest goes on. So while you were studying fitness and health promotion, did you know you wanted to start a business? Did you think you wanted to go work for someone else? Like what were your thoughts while you were in that program? Or did you have no idea what you were going to do? So I, um, I didn't see myself as a business owner at that point. I just wanted to work at a studio or a gym and just go from there and see how I liked it. And I ended up absolutely loving it. I actually worked at a studio in Toronto So very similar actually to my studio here. Um, So that was a nice little uh, kind of intro of Mm. what, you know, we have here. And then uh, I moved to Bracebridge and again, I was like, oh my gosh, where am I going to find a job? So I ended up working at another studio in Bracebridge for a couple of years. And then we made the move to open a studio. So that's when I went from working for someone to the shift to a business owner. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. I think this is an important uh, part of your story to pause on. You said you made the move from working at a studio to opening your own. Mm -hmm. Like, was it a light bulb moment that was like, I can do this, let's go. And the next day you had rented a space or did this take a long time to like build that belief and that confidence Um, what was that like and what were the conversations and how quickly did this move? Yeah. So after working for about two years at the gym, I did embrace bridge. Um, my husband's, he's an entrepreneur as well. So he gave me a really good push to open a business. I said, he always encouraged me to, you can do it. Um, maybe try doing something on your own, as well as working at the gym I worked at. So the first step of Vita fitness was actually in home training. So not only did I work in a gym for my other employer, but I actually started my own business doing in-home training for clients. And all I did was just go around town and hand out door hangers. That was how I started. And um, I ended up getting clients that way. So I was working at a studio and I was doing my own Vita Fitness. It was called Vita Fitness Training at the time. Mm -hmm. So I would bring all my equipment with me, go to their house and train them. And that's kind of how it took off. So I gained a lot of clients that way. And of course, I had the clients from the other studio. Mm -hmm. 
And, um, you know, that gave me a lot of confidence. I, you know, got used to running numbers and, you know, doing a lot of business analysis and getting used to that before I actually opened my own brick and mortar location. So yeah. Yeah. And I think that is kind of the, the best way to start is to kind of yeah. validate your idea by starting mm-hmm. small. Like you didn't just jump right into renting yeah. a massive facility. Like you started with personal training, you kept your other job on the side. And I know for a lot of the listeners of this show, they kind of think it's this all or nothing approach mm-hmm. where it's like, I just have to quit my job and sever my income and then go all in, which is yeah. definitely an option, but it sounds like for you, it was a lot easier to comprehend staying at the studio you were at, continuing to make money and then launching that personal training. And maybe it was like an hour a day, a few hours a day. Yeah, exactly. Just like waiting to see, okay, is there a good response? Do yes. people like me? Are mm-hmm. people reading the exactly. door hangers and calling me? So <laughs> yeah. it's a great way to mitigate risk and just make sure that you're on to something before you kind of dive in head first. Yeah, exactly. You nailed it <laughs> right there. Yeah. And I love that you did the door hangers too. Like, I know I it works. Does it really work? <laughs> it does. Yeah. School marketing method, but yeah. maybe in Bracebridge, like people do really read them. And I know of course it does still work, but I just don't hear a lot of young entrepreneurs doing physical uh, marketing right. materials anymore. It's usually like, I just ran some Facebook ads. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's funny now we've shifted to online. So it's yeah. or online marketing. So it's funny. I go from door hangers, the classic, you know, hanging them up. And then now we're on social media big time. So yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I bet the listeners are curious, like, did you sit down and write a very formal business plan? You said your, your husband is an entrepreneur. So was it like this big elaborate plan or did you more just jump in head first and kind of have it all in your head? What was your approach to making Mm -hmm. sure you, you knew what you were doing? Yeah. So we looked at it as not really a business plan, but more of a step-by-step, how are we going to open the studio? What's our finances like? What's the goal for Vita Fitness? Um, so more like a, like a question and answer sort of approach, not really like a formal business plan. Cause we've learned that in school and I wasn't a fan of it. I like no. to sort of have some flexibility with the business plan. So mm-hmm. uh, we made sure though, um, you know, we had enough money to open and what was the goal for Vita Fitness essentially? And what we wanted to create and what's our future goal for it. So we always look back and say, okay, what's the next step um, to Vita Fitness? So every year we reevaluate, we see, okay, let's, you know, change some things. Uh, What's our next goal? And we go from there. Mm -hmm. And in those conversations uh, between you and your husband saying, okay, what do we want to create? And do we have enough money and all that stuff from there? What were some of the first like actionable steps that you took to bring the studio to life? Like, can you remember what some of those first milestones were and things that you had to do to make it more than just a conversation? Yeah, for sure. So, um, so my husband actually, uh, he owns a couple of properties. So, um, we got the chance to actually rent a space on the main street. Um, nice. someone told them, Hey, there's a space available. Um, so he asked me, he said, would you be interested in opening a studio? <laughs> well, like, Oh my gosh, that's a lot. Um, yeah. but then we kept thinking about it and we said, you know what, let's do it. Let's, let's open a studio. And we did. So that was sort of like that we did jump into opening a building, but we yeah. still was doing the, you know, side business stuff. But yeah. Um, yeah, that was our big jump. Well, I feel like that's sometimes what you have to do to make it real and to yeah. get your ass in gear is like mm. make the decision to either, I don't know, register the website domain or rent yeah. the building or 
hire the first person. Cause then you're like, Oh my God, like yeah. we have to do the rest. Exactly. <laughs> um, so walk us forward then, like how long did it take to set up a gym, to get all mm-hmm. your programming done, Ooh. to make sure you had instructors? Yeah. Um, how long did that chapter take? So we opened um, in September 2018 and we got the building in January. So we started the renovations at about, yeah, so like not a lot of time. And um, I didn't tell any of my current clients I was opening a studio. This was all a secret. Wow. Secret. Secret. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Some people did find out. Um, word was getting, you know, small town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> word was getting across. But yeah. So, pretty much from like March to September, we were working full time and renovating a studio on the days that we were not working. Mm-hmm. And I was actually waitressing too, just to make some extra money. So, you just have to do what you got to do to open a business. Mm-hmm. And um, so, the first year, it was just me. So, I was the instructor and personal trainer. And things grew so quickly that I ended up hiring someone the year after. So in 2019, and now we're at uh, five instructors and trainers. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So now you have kind of painted this dichotomy of like, we opened a studio, we barely told anyone to then all of a sudden we had to hire five instructors and Mm -hmm. you've obviously continued to grow and evolve. So I'm curious, like, how did you find your first few clients and then what was working to continue mm-hmm. to bring more and more people through the door. Absolutely. So um, a lot of my clients came from my previous studio I worked at. Mm-hmm. They just worked with me. So they just came along with me to awesome. the new studio as long as well as my in-home clients. So they said, hey, you have a studio now? Okay, great. Let's go into your studio. So that's the other way. And then the third way was because we're on the main street, we had a lot of exposure. Um, so our location is fabulous. It's right on the main street in Bracebridge. So a lot of people are saying, Hey, what's Vita fitness. And then they would get some more information and they would join. So I'd say those three ways would be the ways mm-hmm. that we got some more clients. Yeah. Well, and word of mouth too. Word of mouth. Yeah. Hmm. And on word of mouth, like, why do you think there was word of mouth happening? Um, Cause you know, they liked our place. <laughs> What is it that they loved about it though? I'm curious. Yeah. So um, here there's just such a great community and we're only an 1800 square foot facility. So pretty small and we only do, we're not an open gym. So you come in, you're either at a training session, a small group training session or a class. Okay. So it creates a really nice, you know, community. Everyone knows each other. um, And also the vibe here is just amazing. So we customize everything for our clients. For example, if they like to listen to a certain kind of music, we make sure to change it to that music. Yep. If they don't like music, we won't play any music. So we customize everything for the client. Mm. And I think people just feel really comfortable here and they feel like they can just be themselves. And yeah, it's just such a great environment. I absolutely love. And, you know, our tagline is where greatness awaits you. So we really focus on the you and your workout, your experience, your, um, you know, everything about Vita Fitness to you. So mm-hmm. that's our whole goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, what you've created is obviously so special because building community is really hard, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in this day and age where everyone is just kind of staying at home and it's hard to bring them out of their house and get them out of their office. And 
the other part of that is that we need community in order to thrive. And I think that's like a primal, um, just primal need that we all have. So what you do is so important. And I think it's amazing to have a space where somehow you can foster that connection and make people feel comfortable and seems like it's a place that they look forward to coming. Do you have any tips for building community? Um, say somebody listening is wanting to do something similar to you and, you know, isn't quite sure how to gather people together and make them feel bonded. What would you offer them in terms of advice for building that? Yeah. Um, so for sure. So we do a lot of, um, fundraising events, which Mm. we connect with local businesses. We, um, you know, go, um, you know, we also just go around too and just try to do some connections with other businesses. So that's a great, sense of community, I feel. Um, And then as well, we do run um, events. Of course, COVID has kind of limited that a little bit, but we try to do some events, you know, for charity and then get some people together. And that's really helped to build some community as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we also have some membership um, passes for our gym. So you'll see a lot of the same people in classes and then, you know, they'll make friends with the people in the classes, which is so cool. And, um, yeah, then they'll start to, you know, get some connections with the friends and then maybe they'll build more friends from that connection. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's so cool. And I, I yeah. love that you mentioned too, like actually getting out into your community. Yes. Mm-hmm. You have the community inside your gym. Right. But it's also like, how can we support the greater community of Bracebridge and really mm-hmm. show that we're here, we're here to help. We have a heart to serve, yeah. not just our own business, but help everybody else. And I think that's yeah. something that can often go overlooked, uh, when you're thinking about like my business, my business, my business, but it's yeah. like, how can you serve the greater good? And in turn, you do get exposure from that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Business is helping other businesses. What's Absolutely. About. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've talked to some of the other entrepreneurs in Bracebridge and almost everyone says it is a community over competition mentality. Yep. And it really is about shopping local, supporting local um, and putting your money back into the community if you want to see it continuing to thrive. Mm-hmm. And I feel Absolutely. like that is something quite special about Bracebridge is that everyone does seem like they're out to support one another and they want to see each other succeed. Yeah. It's so great. And being on the main street too, uh, you just get, you get that uh, downtown connection with all the businesses. So you feel part of a community in downtown. So it's been really great. Have there been any unexpected challenges or roadblocks that you've encountered over the last few years that have kind of sent you into (laughs) almost that, like, I want to give up mindset, um, or just anything that really almost derailed your business. So the beginning, uh, when I worked for the other business, um, things weren't great when I left and there was some tension when I left that studio and that was really hard for me mentally, um, opening a business and being really scared about what's going to happen. Um, you know, in terms of that other business, you know, are they going to, I've gone like, we have gone some legal stuff. So that was pretty scary. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, that was a pretty scary thing. Um, as well as COVID, of course, um, that was very uncertain times. Um, but you know, we tried to be creative and we did a lot of online classes, which, um, helped us a lot. So yeah, I'd say those two definitely were some scary times. So right in the beginning, and then I'd say COVID, um, happening. Cause we just really, we've been open for less than three years. So, um, it hasn't been that long. So COVID was kind of that year two, And then, Mm -hmm. 
yeah. And then we can open for a couple months. So that was, that was a little scary. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like gyms were hit one of the hardest of yeah. businesses. So I'm sure that you have just developed such a resiliency over the last yeah. year. And mm-hmm. um, like you said, having to be creative and just knowing that owning a business means continuing to evolve and pivot whether you want to or not. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, on that topic too, like with the shift with COVID happening, how did the last 18 months go for you? And were you able to kind of see a better future or how did you continue to stay in a positive mindset when it seemed like the world was kind of working against opening a gym? Yeah. So what we did, this was a new sort of, um, thing I tried was Facebook live. Yeah. So I wanted to dive. That was actually one of my goals was to get more into live videos and maybe Mm. just some more online streaming. So I did COVID helped that actually, which is great. Um, so because we're big on community, what we did was actually free workout classes Mm. when we were closed on Facebook live and we hit over 200 episodes. So we called them episodes. The series was called V to fit TV and, um, people from around the world were doing these classes. It was incredible. And, um, some of them have over like a couple thousand views. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, um, instead of charging people for classes, we said, Hey, let's make them free. And then maybe we'll get some more exposure that way. Mm -hmm. So that was our strategy. A lot of people did online classes, but you had to pay for them. So we said, okay, let's do free classes. And then if they want to pay for personal training, then they will. So it worked out really well, the free classes. And uh, we actually got new clients that way too. Because they said, oh, Vita Fitness has free classes. Wow, this is great. Maybe I should go check out the gym. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, this is something that I talk to my clients about all the time is like, how are you getting people to try or experience your service, right? Because Mm -hmm. maybe someone hasn't tried Vita Fitness before. And they're not yet ready to take out their credit card and actually mm-hmm. like, step into the gym and buy something. So your goal as a business owner has to be like, how can I give them a free sample, right? That's Just right. to get them to experience how awesome you are. And from there, it's easy to convert them if they loved the experience into a paying client, right? There'll be a certain exactly. percentage of people that were like, that is great. I, yeah. like, sign me up for whatever. Um, and so sometimes I think instead of trying to like convince people to come to the gym, why not give them a free class, a free experience yeah. like you did have them feel the benefits of working out with you guys. And then when they're on that high, you can say, well, let's continue this. Exactly. And actually, yeah, we do free classes. So your first class is free to try in Hmm. the studio as well. So we're big on that. You get to try it. If you don't like it, then it's, it's not for you then. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, No problem. At least they came in and got to decide for themselves. And I think it's such a a good takeaway for any business is like, Mm -hmm. how can you offer that free trial, whether you have a product-based business or a service-based business and like, just get them to try out how good your service is. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want to switch into a few business specific topics. So I know uh, a lot of our listeners are wanting to either open a brick and mortar studio of some sorts or brick and mortar retail space, or they want to work in the online space. Mm -hmm. Uh, But traditionally they've only ever worked a corporate job, which has them just working nine to five, shut down (laughs) the laptop. We're done. Uh, So I know a lot of them are curious, like what an entrepreneurial workday looks like or work week. So I'm hoping, can you walk us through 
what a like quote unquote typical work week might look like for you at this point. Yeah, for sure. So I get up at 425 oh in the God. morning. What? <laughs> yeah. Personal training, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So I, I actually do some early morning shifts. So um, my clients are at six in the morning and then I'll just do about like six to around one o'clock. Um, and then I'll do all the rest of my day of administration you know, business planning for the week and making sure all the instructors are good. And then all the um, instructors I have, they do usually the evening, afternoon, evening shifts. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So are you doing this seven days a week? <laughs> um, so I do take weekends off. Um, I try to give myself some downtime and self-care. So weekends are off. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Monday to Friday is pretty much the same schedule. And you just get, you kind of, you get used to it. Um, mm-hmm. after a while, but of course, um, not everyone's schedule looks like that. It's, oh, I yeah. start early. So, mm-hmm. um, and I end my day early, so it's just a little bit different for everyone. Oh, you do. So you don't work yeah. until like six at night after. No, no. Yeah. Some days are a little bit longer than others, but some days I'm done at one and then I just take the rest of the day off. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. And in terms of like your, like feeling of balance is taking weekends off enough to recharge you to get back up on Monday morning and do it. all. It does. Again. Yeah. I'm a yeah. bit of a workaholic. So <laughs> that's all entrepreneurs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I feel pretty recharged and ready to go. And then of course, um, you know, when COVID wasn't happening, I'd take some vacation time yeah. and just take, you know, a couple of days, more days off than usual. So mm-hmm. yeah, it seemed to be working for me and I'm not getting burnt out the first year though, when it was by myself, it was a little overwhelming, but now that I have, my amazing instructors, um, they're great, um, that I can have more time for myself. So Mm -hmm. absolutely. And it sounds like you do have a balance of being in the business and actually still being client facing, but Mm -hmm. also being able to say that, okay, I need time to like act as the CEO and to think about the vision of the company. Cause you can't always be training and also build the business at the same time. Yeah. And it took me a long time in the beginning to understand that I can't always be go, go, go. You need time to reset and just recharge because I was go, go, go in the beginning. And I said, okay, this isn't working. I need Mm -hmm. to take the time for myself. And I was putting a lot of other people first, which I do. Yeah. So yeah, that burned me out a little bit. So I said, okay, we need to reevaluate here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can't continue. So we did hire instructors and it's been amazing. So yeah. 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 And what an amazing milestone for you to be able to hire people and Mm -hmm. to trust in them that they can Mm -hmm. do equally as good of a job or maybe even better because you're not, you know, burnt out by the time you reach. Exactly. Yeah. Just knowing that they can carry on exactly what you could as well. So Mm. that's really awesome. I'm curious, are there, cause you have a team now because you have a lot going on. Are there any organizational tools that help you to run your business smoothly? Anything that comes to mind? Yeah. So we use, I don't know if you've heard of it, the mind body system, mind body app. Yeah. So we use that. We do all of our scheduling, our invoicing, our, oh man, lots of things, reports, pretty much everything to run our business. So that's been an amazing app. Um, and also just, um, you know, taking, I have a, I write, I like to write my calendar down. So I have an agenda. Um, and then also just kind of posting things on the side of our uh, studio, just some reminders for our staff. Um, so that's kept us really organized and also having some, uh, you know, occasional, you know, meetings or I'll send them a mass text and say, hey, guys, this is, you know, some changes being made. So everyone's on 
bored with that, but yeah, that's pretty much it. (laughs) Did it feel natural for you to step into a leadership position? So I'm actually not a leadership person. So that was a big change for me. So as a business owner, yeah, yeah. So I'm usually the one kind of taking the back seat. Um, So this was a big shift for me. And I've learned just to kind of trust my gut and go with what feels good and what feels right. Um, Cause I always kind of use other people's judgment. So yeah. I said, okay, let's take, <laughs> let's take the wheel here and uh, drive this business. So mm-hmm. that was a big shift for sure. Yeah. So does somebody else take care of like the leadership of your team and that, or who is the one that's like organizing everyone and, um, so it is me right now. Yeah. So it is me right now. Yep. Awesome. Um, in terms of marketing and reaching new clients, so Mm -hmm. continuing to gain exposure, I'm curious what's working best for you right now in terms of reaching new people every Mm -hmm. single day. So it's funny, we kind of touched on earlier with the door hangers. (laughs) That was the first part, but now, um, that we're a brick and mortar social media has been the best. Um, yeah, we do a lot of targeted marketing on Facebook business. Uh So I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but you can actually, um, you know, reach a demo, a specific demographic and you can, um, create some ads on Facebook, Mm -hmm. which can help get you some more clients. So Facebook, Instagram ads and Instagram posts has gotten us a lot of clients. And we also do monthly email marketing. So that will help, you know, clients read the email and they'll say, okay, maybe I should get back into the gym. Or if they sign up for a newsletter and they've never been to the gym before, they can get some insight on what Vita Fitness is and our schedule coming up. So mm-hmm. those were the best. And then also, um, again, we're on the main street, so really great exposure and word of mouth. So clients talking about us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's such a good mixture of strategies. Like, of course, social media is so important, mm-hmm. I think, especially for showcasing what's happening inside of the gym and giving people kind of a sample if they haven't walked in the door. Yeah. Um, email marketing is something that I feel like not enough people take advantage of, but like, yeah, I don't know it's about great. you, but I'm checking oh. my emails all the time. I know. Um, oh, it's so, incredible. Yeah. You can yeah, build it so much. And yeah. how did you get all of these email signups? Is this just from existing clients who have already given you their email or do you have another way that your list is currently growing? Yeah. So, um, anytime someone signs up at our gym, we get their email and then they'll be put on our email list. Uh, we as well have on our website, a little, um, you know, sign up for updates on our studio so they can, uh, use that. Mm-hmm. And anytime anyone does a drop-in class, they'll put their email in and that's how we built our list. So we have, mm-hmm. we have over 500 um, people right now on our list. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I just think there's so much value to be had in an email list because mm-hmm. really you own that list. You can speak to them anytime. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just a, a good thing to have in your back pocket. Anytime you need to connect with your members. Exactly. Awesome. Um, is there a skill set or a piece of advice that you wish you knew about when you started your business? Um, yeah, so definitely the finances and knowing your numbers, that was something. (laughs) So my husband, thank goodness for him. He's been a blessing. He's a numbers guy. Yeah. So he's been extremely helpful for that. So I wish I would have dove into that more knowing my numbers in a business and, um, yeah, just knowing all the business terms in terms of financials, um, would would have been really great to know ahead of time. Yeah. But of course you learn as you go. So it wasn't, you know, too bad. 
um, because you just learn as you go. And then also, again, the leadership skills. Um, So maybe just getting out to more people and, uh, you know, reaching out to more people, maybe getting some more confidence. Yeah, Um, because I'm an introvert. So it was hard in the beginning to just be like, hey, I'm the business owner. Here I am. Okay. Yeah. So that's interesting. <laughs> you say you're an introvert, but yeah, yeah like who you are at the gym needing to be kind of the face. How do you do that? And like, do you have any tips for other introverts who, you know, yeah. are scared to start a business? Cause they feel like maybe I don't have the right personality for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, as a personal trainer, I didn't think I had the personality as a personal trainer. I always thought personal trainers were ripped and they were loud and <laughs> an extroverted, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm not that like as much, but anyways, um, yeah. So I just say, try to talk to as many people as you can and just get comfortable with that. Yeah. And, um, it's not that scary. It's everyone's and everyone's your friend here. So it's a little bit easier, but, um, meeting new people, you just have to be yourself and Mm -hmm. just stay cool. And it's only a person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're right. Like with practice, the more Mm -hmm. clients you see and the more of these sessions you carry out, the easier it's going to get. Right. Exactly. Practice makes perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good philosophy to live by. So let's switch into some Bracebridge specific Mm -hmm. topics. So I'm curious, why do you love Bracebridge? What is it about this awesome little town two hours north of Toronto that you love and want to shout about? Oh man, there's so much to it. (laughs) Um, Well, first of all, yeah. So first of all, um, again, the community here is in like, it's not like no other. I've lived in Toronto. There was some community where I lived, but um, here everyone's just so supportive. Again, we talked about this, Um, you know, we're not enemies. We're helping each other. And I just feel such a great community. You can walk down the street and you'll know someone, Hey, how are you? And Um, You just feel like everyone's your friend here. And um, as well, of course, the traffic, not during, you know, um, busier times, but the traffic is less than Toronto. So yeah, that's been really nice. (laughs) I'm sure it's much, much less, much less. Yeah. So that's really nice. And everything is in close proximity too. So I live right in town and um, I can just walk to the studio actually, which is great. And again, the forest, the nature, um, the lakes here are just gorgeous. Um, the whole environment's just amazing. And all the little shops that are being built here are just awesome. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just love it all around. Yeah. There seems to be such a cool community of mm-hmm. creatives, entrepreneurs, artists, yeah. um, just like really savvy people who either have moved there or live there. Have you had a chance to like get to know a lot of the fellow business owners? Yeah. Yeah. And because uh, again, I'm on the main street, I've gotten to know a lot of the business owners on the main street. We do a lot of collaborations together. So it's been super fun. Everyone is great. So Mm -hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. Do you have any advice for someone looking to start and grow a business in a small town? Yeah. So how I started again was the online or the, um, in-person, uh, in-home training. So you just start small, see how it goes, get the confidence to do that. And then just build from there. So again, don't just go in. You can, like we said, um, but you know, maybe just start small and then grow as you go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And like, you know, meet people, assess, Mm -hmm. like, is there a need for what I am offering? Making sure that people do want training and the types of classes that you are going to offer them. Um, and yeah, and then it's time to move on to the next. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, you know, obviously assessing 
what is it that they're missing here mm-hmm. in Bracebridge that your studio could offer better yeah. than anybody else? That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious, what's your favorite location in Bracebridge, whether it's a store, a nature spot, Mm. uh, a place that I can plug for somebody who's like, okay, great. I'm going up for a day trip. I'm going up for a weekend. What would be one spot, maybe a couple spots that you'd Mm. say you have to go here? Okay. So definitely the main street. I don't have a specific store because they're all amazing. (laughs) Um, But yeah, definitely go to the main street. If you're in Bracebridge, there's so many great shops, pubs restaurants. Um, so just going and exploring there, um, as well as some nature spots. So down at the falls is really great. It's just a walk away from, um, downtown. So that's there. And then also kind of a little bit out of town, Huckleberry rock. I don't know if you've heard of that before. I have not. Okay. Yeah. So it's just outside of Bracebridge and it's beautiful. You walk up, it's a pretty short walk and you get some amazing views of Bracebridge and some lakes and you're on these beautiful rocks. So wow. very, yeah scenic and beautiful. And if you go in the fall time, the leaves are absolutely gorgeous. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that in mind. And before I let you go, Morgan, I'm curious, what do you feel like is the best part about running Vita fitness and owning your own business? Um, the best part is, oh my goodness. Um, just again, the community we've built here and, it's just the vibe of Vita Fitness and everyone is just incredible. All of our clients are so supportive and they're all, you know, it's, it's just, it's a feeling here. It just, it makes my heart so happy mm-hmm. and just seeing all the positive results and everyone that's come in here has just been eye opening. Um, is that what keeps you going every day? It does. Like yes. Energy yeah. that your members and your yeah. staff bring. I always say my biggest influences are my clients. They're yeah. incredible. Yeah. Just seeing their changes and how happy they are. Like you come out of here happy. I never see anyone coming out crying or, you know, sad or angry. It's always happy. So mm-hmm. it's just a great place to be. And I'm so happy I created this spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. funny you say that because there'll be some days where I'm just working on admin stuff and I'm kind of just in a funk. And mm-hmm. then as soon as I get on a call with a client and I get to talk about their marketing yes. strategy, I just feel like that's the renewed sense of energy I need. Like this is why I do what I do. It's for yeah. them, right? And exactly. Their energy and excitement. So yeah. that's what keeps us motivated. Exactly. Oh, to exactly. Keep yeah. showing up, right? Yeah. Awesome. So if somebody wants to come find you, whether in person or online, can you tell us where the best places to connect with you are? Yeah, for sure. So if you go on our website, www.myvitafitness.ca, that is our website. You can also connect with me on um, social media. So our, our page is Vita Fitness Muskoka, all one word. And then Facebook as well, Vita Fitness Muskoka on Facebook. And you can also email me at morgan at myvitafitness.ca if you want to contact me directly. And I have to ask because I see your Instagram handle is Vita Fitness Muskoka. So in the future, would you ever consider opening elsewhere? You never know. Could be a plan. That was the goal. (laughs) We'll have to check back in with you in a few years. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. All the best. And yeah, good luck this summer. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Visionary Life. I love bringing you these conversations on a weekly basis. So it would mean so much to me if you could help me out by rating and reviewing the show in your iTunes app. 
You can also support the show by taking a quick screenshot of the episode and sharing it on your Instagram stories, tagging me at Kelsey Rydell. I'll catch you in the next episode. P.S. Whenever you're ready, there's a couple of ways that I can support you. So first thing, if you're ready to make your first or next $50,000 in business, explore how the Visionary Method business coaching experience can accelerate your growth. There'll be a link in the show notes. Also, if you're feeling lost, confused, or overwhelmed when it comes to starting an online business, reach out and book a free revision call with me. I'll offer you customized recommendations on how to get unstuck so you can live a life filled with joy, happiness, and fulfillment.